The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of this episode is Crafting with Lee. <laughs> Oh, it's a fine episode. Everybody's involved, and uh, uh, we all had a good time. So uh, I think you'll enjoy it as well. Uh, broken news coming up as a part of that. A um, lot of great stuff happening on our Patreon. I'm telling you right now that this free show is, you, you enjoy it. You've, it's been around for years, and it, it will remain free. But our Patreon stuff, we're adding two new elements of, of uh, content every week. And it's something interesting, something that we wouldn't do on the show necessarily because it's, it's more, as we like to say in the basement, deep dive. You know, we go in-depth on a subject. Uh, like we just recently posted uh, Rebecca's trip to Star Wars land, and she goes into great detail about uh, uh, her uh, experiences and her feelings on it and how to do it and that sort of thing. Uh, coming up, we're going, uh, there's going to be a video of me uh, showing you my classic... Uh, vintage radio-controlled R2-D2 from the late 70s that I still own. And I pull it out of the box and uh, put it, put it, you know, see, seeing if it still works and all of that. So that's all coming up. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. The book club is on the way for the Patreon. A lot of great content uh, that is exclusive uh, to the Patreon. You, you're going to have that there. It's a Geek Show podcast on Patreon patreon.com slash geek show podcast do the full one word geek show podcast otherwise you go to a bad place uh, but a lot of great stuff happening there it's super cheap it helps the guys out and uh, yeah it's uh, i think it's worth your while all right want to thank our sponsors of course for making this party possible this free podcast that you get i uh, want to thank them dr volt's comic connection opens seven days a week their hold or pull service is free with that you get a 10 percent discount on all of your purchases of 20 dollars or more and the previews catalog for free 2043 east 3300 south in salt lake dr volt's comic connection and of course our friends at booze tea hi ivy how are you uh downtown uh your boozy barware and gift emporium steps away from the downtown wine and liquor store and if you mention Geek Show, you'll get 15. That's 1-5% off of your purchases at Boost Teak. Shop local. They are at 315 East Broadway. Go down and say hi to Ivy. Great place to hang out. All right. So thanks to our sponsors. And let's get this episode going. It's Crafting with Lee. Pleased to enjoy. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! And welcome back to the basement. Hey. Hi there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we talking about Star Wars again? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was last week. Oh. Hey. Hey. I don't know. Hey, I go. <laughs> there's a is lot there, of Muppets. There's got to be a Babu Frick action figure. There right? is. I uh, saw, I saw uh, there's a Funko. I, I saw uh, at Target, uh, it was a, compan- a little companion guy to a, a Ray To a figure, larger I figure. Yeah. Because oh. I think Ray comes with Dio and Babu. Maybe Babu comes with C-3PO? He yeah, should. he does come with C-3PO. He's his C-3PO. oldest friend. So I saw it at Target. He <laughs> and he has the C-3PO comes with the, the bowcaster and the bandolier. So it was really confusing when I saw the figure like a month before the movie came out. <laughs> it's like, why does C-3PO have Chewbacca's rifle? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but now it makes sense. Yes, Babu Frick, the star of The Rise of Skywalker. Hey. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, still, I, I, I decided, though, 
uh, this is one of my million dollar ideas. Um, Disney Plus needs to do a show called Babu Answers a Question, and it airs right after Forky Asks a Question. God, I love those shorts. Forky Asks a Question is the best it, drunk it really viewing is. you can ever have. So It really is. I, I When I was visiting uh, Porter House, uh, you know, I was home alone for a, for a bit, and I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> most most guys would have went for the porn. I went for Forky. And, uh, Priorities. God, it's just genius. Yeah. It really is. It's really so well That's done. That's how the cookie crumbles. Have I you seen have that one? questions. Yeah. What is love? I what think it was a, my favorite what one. What is a pet? <laughs> I mean, what is a pet? <laughs> it's just brilliant, though, what, just, they, what, what Tony Hale is doing with that character. One of the yes. most underrated comedians out there. Because mm-hmm. what he does is so under the radar. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, like almost all of my best favorite Arrested Development scenes are Buster Much Sister. like Buster. I'm going seen to Army not Mother. heard. He was super Neither funny. Neither seen nor heard. He was super funny in the last episode of the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. As Dr. Psychosis. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> and his character in Veep is mm-hmm. just oh. absolutely priceless. Absolutely. So, the, yeah. the play between him and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Genius. All right. Genius! Uh, yes, he just shouted genius. He is Lee George Cade. Wow, the segues are getting pretty good. I know. 2020. Uh, 2020 it's all right. It's a new um, year, Cade. The year of the segue. New Deckway. Just, I'm just telling Deckwade? everybody. All the good shit's on the Patreon. Yeah. That's what is I'm that saying. Is that how they say it in Britain? <laughs> no, Deckwade is uh, Randy Quaid's younger brother. Oh. His name's Decatur. Decatur Quaid. Dequade. Dequade. Yeah. I got nothing, folks. Thank you so much for your support. I love you all. All right. That's it. Oh, no, I, I, I want to see what he I does joined, for a segue. Nobody give him anything. I joined the real workforce. I, I don't. But you're doing some stuff on Patreon. Well, yeah, you just check out check out our Patreon feed, Patreon.com/slash Geek Show Podcast. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, all the time. Remember, it's Geek Show Podcast, not just Geek Show. That sends you to a bad place. A bad place. Yeah, you don't want to deal with those guys. That's right. They're from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mister V. Hey, what's going on? Shannon Barnes and everybody. Hey, fuckers. Um, <gasps> I love you, fuckers. Uh, <laughs> we love you, fuckers. That's what he meant. Oh, yes, we, we do. do. So again, that's it's such a, a flexible word because you know you can you can go with the angry and then it's right. Aw. It's just the best word. It's very flexible. Yeah. Um, I love you, fuckers. Hey, fuckers. I'm still doing that pub quiz at fucking Lucky Thirteen mm-hmm. every fucking Wednesday. Not, Eight o'clock. Not the last two Wednesdays. Well, well, I did it this last last one, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, that was one with the answer. I keep forgetting. I need I need your help with something, Lee. <gasps> Me? Yeah. Hey, I've I have an idea for I've a pub a quiz uh, category. Entry. Yeah. I heard it on another podcast, but I want I want you to do it on yours. What is and it? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay, oh. okay. That's good. good. People I, Shannon, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Shannon needs my help. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was so excited. Um, I've been waiting for a Professor Hulk anything. Yeah. Him wearing a cardigan. And we didn't get that, did we? Well, we finally did. It oh. was a Funko Pop bobblehead, and it's really cute. Mm. He's got two tacos in his hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> so happy. Jen got it for me for Christmas. Well, I got up the other morning, and a curious autistic boy named Jackson wanted to see how it worked, I think. Oh, no. Did he open it up? He pulled his head off. Oh. He I can pull, fix that. He pulled his head off, and the, I was thinking I'd just buy a a clearanced, like, Funko bobblehead yeah. and pull out the spring. Yeah, that could work. That good. would work, you think? But is, is the spring sprung? Oh, it's fucked. Yeah, how you, you gonna need get a new spring. How are you going to get the spring out of the other Funko? Uh, I'm going to cut it up. With Lee magic. Now, but there is another option. What's that? We can actually make them not a bobblehead. That's what I would go for. 
I the bobbleheads are hard to. I can. I they can never stand up. I can get that guy's head mounted onto the neck and get him fixed up so that he's no longer a bobblehead, but he's still Professor Hulk. And I mean, awesome. That's all I want. I mean, I've got Howard the Duck and Rocket Raccoon on my yeah. desk at work that are bobbleheads, and they're always falling over. Yeah. And my Daffy was Duck good, uh, as Duck Dodgers. He was standing there fine all yeah. the time. Yeah. Hmm. Until his head got ripped off. Yeah, so no, I mean, if you if you want to mount it as just like a regular a regular Funko Pop, because it's really only the Marvel licensees that they do the bobblehead on. So oh, okay. Well, then what I need to do is is get bigger feet for them. Well, uh, and some of them have bases. A lot of like them have Like my, my Spider-Gwen has a base. None of mine came yeah. with a base. So well, and, I, I'm gonna need your help with that. And for those of you, I for just, those of you at home who are looking for a way to actually stop your bobbleheads from being a bobblehead if they haven't been debobbleheaded yet, debobbled, um, uh, you can get expanding foam insulation from any home improvement store. Just and, fill, uh, fill it up. You fill it up, but before you do that, make sure you cut out some parchment paper that you can tape around the the hole in yeah. the in the head. Because expanding foam will not stick to parchment paper. So if you tape the parchment paper to fill in the area that the stuff could come back out at, it will uh, it will stop the parchment or it'll stop wow. the expanding foam from getting all over the place. Crafts with Lee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just can't believe you guys take your Funko Pops out of the square boxes. Unreal. How do you stack them if they're not in the boxes? Uh, true. And there's actually a company that has clear plastic shells you can put around the packaging yep. so that they become even those. more rigid. Yeah. It depends on whether or not you like the packaging. I like, I, I, like I, like the packaging. I like to stack mine like a wall of I don't uh, have that Rick many, and Morty. Though. I've only mm. got a couple in packages, and the one that I have is somebody did a, uh, a, a custom one for mm. me, and they made it a Hunter Thompson one. Oh, cool. And nice. so he did the Ralph Steadman style artwork on the outside wow. of the Oh, what? Yeah, you gotta oh, you got to see this. For sure. You got to see this. It, it's one of the best things that anybody has ever given me. Carrie could oh. open a museum of custom toys, though. And it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'd open it with the Tom Barberi action figure, but nice. that's another story. Uh, but that's that's the one of the few I have in a box. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a couple over there that I have that have been given to me that I haven't opened yet. Yeah. Like Space Ghost. Peter Parker. Oh, and I've got Bracken. Yeah, uh, Brack and Zorak. Zorak over What's there, the too. the thing about Zorak. Funko Pops is they're kind of insidious. You don't realize how many you have until yeah. you start. Like, it's I true. thought I got rid of most of them. I still got, like, 30 of them at the house. And then people give them to you. And right. they just, it's... Well, that's, that's Jen. She was yeah. like, I'll just I'll just buy another one. They're $10. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, no! I want that's this one. Special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get them fixed up for you, Jen. All right. All right. She may have named the episode Crafting with Lee. She's Rebecca Frost. Well, that is going to be a Patreon segment. My uh, Secret Santa this year got me uh, a Funko that's Goose from Captain Marvel, but it's yeah. the Florkin Goose eating the Tesseract. Oh, oh nice. It's very top-heavy. Yeah. It would be. It's yeah. got a Tesseract. Mm-hmm. I took it out of the See, box, that's, though. That's my problem with a lot of these Funkos. They're goddamn top-heavy. They keep tipping over. If you don't take but them out you, of the box, yeah. you don't have that problem. Yeah. But then I... Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. At Joss Whelan on Twitter All and right. RebeccaSFrost.com. Thank you. I should get the Post Malone one and pull its head off. <laughs> there you go. Jesus. <laughs> what do you got against Post Malone? <laughs> He's a terrible neighbor. <laughs> but a gentle lover. <laughs> yes. Uh, he never takes his Funkos out of the box. He's Keep going. Quad T to Tall Tony. Hey, I've only done, I took one out. Which one? Because I had a double. I accidentally bought two Pickle Ricks. So I took one out of the box How to take it to work. How did you accidentally buy two? Because I bought one, and then I didn't open it, like out of its brown box. Mm-hmm. And then I was at Hot Topic looking for other Funko Pops, and I was like, oh, Pickle Rick, I haven't got that one yet. Mm-hmm. And you were looking for neon clothes, too. Well, yeah, naturally, with spikes. Natch. <laughs> Natch. Uh, check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot, or right here. And we were talking about Rick and Morty while we were eating. 
And that last episode. With the snakes. With the snakes. So mm-hmm. good. Nazi snakes. Absolutely genius. So good. Anyway. Uh, Did he's, you know? he's got a thousand boxes. He's carrying Jackson. <laughs> Enunciate. Carrie Jackson. Jackson. I got a few boxes. <laughs> Nailed it that time. Good job. Um, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Did I like s- it when I break Lee. <laughs> Did you, I don't know your tells yet. So like, I've, known, I've known these guys for 30 years. Exactly. So sometimes they say something really funny. You come out of something just left field. I'm like, oh, my God. You're doing like the drunk uncle segment from an episode of Bewitched that I watched when I was three. I don't know how the fuck you saw it, but you're doing it flawlessly. I've seen every episode of Bewitched. I fucking love Bewitched. Yeah, but I mean, you're. I I don't want to like inflate your ego, but you're funnier than shit. So <laughs> Thank you. you need to you need to meet the guy who cuts my hair. You could talk Bewitched with him for for days. <laughs> oh, uh, did you see tweet? that uh, Pringles is putting out Pickle Rick? Yes. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> I'm gonna I wanna get some, but I know they're gonna sell out, you know, like that. Shashwan sauce all over again. Yeah, exactly. So Entitled I'm I don't even know. People I don't fucking <laughs> I won't even try. People it, like think. turning over grocery stores. Seriously, yeah, yeah. to get like, the pickle just ripping through. People are bonkers. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking Pringles. Well, okay. The Szechuan sauce, I will say this. It was good. Chikwan. I did get some. I, I did got too. A package. So, yeah. Because well, they, only because they, McDonald's brought it to a radio well, station they, to promote oh, okay. it. They yeah. re-released it because the first time, the day they brought it out, they only put like, I think it was like 10, packets. 10 packets per yeah. uh, store and not even every store. Yeah. So that was very poorly handled. Yeah. Anyway, Carrie Jackson. Oh, yeah. Monday through Friday. So mm. I did that. All right. Uh, I'm going to, this, uh, we're going to do some segments here where I want to, you guys to talk about because we're we're still fresh into 2020, but I want you guys to talk about uh, the best things, and it doesn't have to be geek; it could be anything uh, that you had happen or experienced hmm. or enjoyed uh, in 2019. But before we get to that, just real quick here, I know we've said many, many times Marvel can do anything. Can they? Yes, we, we, yes, they can. We said there's no way the Guardians, there's no way they're going to ah, be able to... Yeah. God, the Thor. fucking Guardians of the Galaxy oh, ride! Once I, once I like, <laughs> just to see if it would work, I was like, I bet you Marvel can't clean my cat box. And when I came home, the cat box was clean. And there was Feige. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, hey, little scoopy. I'm turning this into a movie. <laughs> and, and he actually, that's how we found out how his name was pronounced. Like, but, I, I mean, we said it with Thor. Yeah. Let's, we could start there. There's no way you can make a Thor movie. I and mean, yeah, you pulled off that Iron Man, yeah. but there's no yeah. way. Yeah, nobody's gonna. And it I, worked. I love that Thor movie. Yeah, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Sorry, she hated the she, ride. Was gravity ceased to exist? <laughs> I think that's the whole point of the ride. Yeah, <gasps> but most we said, of it takes place in space. We said Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no way that you can make you know tree and a raccoon. No way. Ant Man. Ant Man. We said the same thing. <clears throat> Captain Marvel. A <laughs> woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. I, Come on. Oh, no. I do know one thing they can't do. What's that? Make a Hulk movie. Wackity, well, schmackity, dude. That's, that's a legal joke. Yeah, that's a rights ah, issue. Or, that's a, Mark, or, that was a legal joke. Or an Inhumans or, TV series. Or a Spider-Man. Oh, you got it right there. Or, or a Spider-Man-led movie. Right. Yeah. Um, what the, does the metal in the movie have to do with anything? Oh, Tony. <laughs> I forgot about the Inhumans. That's how... <laughs> That's well, how bad it was. Because, because we're such Marvel zombies that we want to wash that out of our brains. That's right. Well, I think we have a situation with the Eternals. I, you don't think you. they can do it? Here's the thing. I don't know. Because uh, I'm stupid. Come on, Johnny. Put a lot of work into God, that. God, did you box. see that shit? Did you, 
here, here's what's so funny about Kumail Nanjiani. I love it when comedians get ripped because they're like humble, weird about it. Yeah. But what's so funny is he got too jacked. And so his per- they were like, you got to like make him less jacked because he got the Dorito thing going on like oh, Chris yeah. Evans did. But they were like, oh, no, he got to be less jacked. And so they had to change his whole workout routine to be not as jacked. So. Uh, I watched all of the last season of Silicon Valley, like you guys did yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you could, could tell by the uh-huh. end of the season, his delts are like end coming the out. They had of to the like keep him hidden. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were in, in heavy sweaters, which uh-huh. is so funny because like making him run up the stairs and he's like exhausted. Yeah, or... and it's like he could probably I bet do, he that could now do that now, no problem. He could yeah. climb up the outside of the building. He probably could. Did yeah. You see his picture? I did. So I found this little article where Kevin Feige, after cleaning out your cat box, mm-hmm. uh, was at a panel at a con. <laughs> Talking about, talking about the Eternals. <laughs> and he's saying things like, the Eternals know about the existence of the Avengers, but the Avengers don't know much about the Eternals. That's how that works. The Eternals know about the existence. Okay, okay. Uh, Celestials will be a big part of it. You've seen a little of the Celestials in Guardians of the Galaxy. Nowhere is the severed head of a Celestial. I say, all we've seen is the head of one uh, that's dead. In a flashback, we saw like three or four in, in Guardians. Yeah. Um, we did. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm going to have to look yeah, at that two, again. In part two. Part oh, two. Part two? Um, okay. No, it was part one, because that's one. when the collector was telling yeah. the legend. Oh, that. oh that's okay. right. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Uh, we, we will see the Celestials in their full, true, enormous power in the Eternals, okay. he says. So there's that. So what I did was, is I went... You know, I was a bad comic book reader in those days. So I, the space comics didn't do anything for me. So I, you know, other than the odd Silver Surfer here and there, yeah. I didn't read them. Most of them were odd. They were. Yeah. What about the so ones? I went to Dr. Volz. You got some uh, Eternals? And I went in and I said, do we have a collection of the Eternals? Is that a new comic book? That's, that's what they... Marvel has been doing this. They've that's been weird. re-releasing... Classic comics. With the ads. With the old ads in wow. them. Wow. Because it's not like they have to pay 90% of those companies anymore. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all gone. Because um, their first round of advertising didn't work. But it's but it's but it's got the ads Spalding. in it. Spalding. Like you're going to get a basketball if you're reading comic books. <laughs> oh, sick bird. So for the Spalding, <laughs> Spalding basketball. Uh, here's... Uh, remember, remember that ad? Marvel Comics Group. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll buy your comics. Uh, be taller. <laughs> I bet. I bet so there's. Oh my God, the ads like it was yeah. such garbage. Was and like then uh, stand up yeah. to your bullies. Yeah, sea, stuff like that. sea monkeys were in on the back cover uh, of almost every issue. I fell for this one. The remote control flying the, the ghost. ghost. Yep, it's, I did too. It was a plastic garbage bag in a balloon. <laughs> yep. and well, some how, fishing line. How was? Oh, okay. There yeah. we go. Uh, you know, get your high school ring. Uh, send for a Spider-Man ring. You know, things yeah. like that. But anyway, this is the Eternals. Sugar well, you, babies. If you get it. I had that T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But what's Kevin, probably Kevin not Kevin in there are the Hostess Fruit Pie ads, which were they amazing. In, in one of the others the ads that I the have. fruit pies. No, the, I don't, the fruit pies are all right, but the <laughs> ads would be like, oh, Hulk is rampaging. I know <laughs> what to give him. Some Hostess no, Fruit Pies. There was a whole one where... <laughs> you're not yourself when you're the hungry. The Hulk killed people for fruit pies. <laughs> yeah. No, if you, if you look up... if Well, there's one with Captain America and the Red Skull. It is. I did. It's great. Twinkies. Cause he, yeah, because he had to stop the forces of Nazism with Twinkies. Yeah, because it's like, uh, 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 I know how to get the Cosmic Cube on my side, Cap says. Okay, Cosmic Cube, since you're so super powerful, sentient? maybe you'll be super sensitive to delicious hostess Twinkies. Uh, there's a there's an artist in Portland uh, goes by Sean Baby who rewrote the dialogue in all of the Hostess Pie <laughs> ads, and they're amazing. So like. 
There's also one because the Punisher was never in no. one of those. That's Somebody funny. made a Punisher yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Just him mowing people down. It was it was hilarious. Anyway, but Boom, anyway, it's fun. Go to your comic book store. They've been releasing these. There's giant size X Men. There's uh, mm. Spidey's black costume. You know all the classic ones that you is remember. Rom so, Space Night issue eighteen in there. It, I wouldn't be surprised. This is issue one of the Eternals. But this is a reprint of issue of one. Issue one of the Eternals. Okay. Uh, I was at yeah. a local comic shop on New Year's Eve, and they had Rom Space Night number nineteen on the counter, but and, not eighteen. And I was like, "Oh my God, you've got the Holy Grail, the issue after the Holy Grail of Rom Space Nights," and they didn't have eighteen. Why is eighteen so special? That was my first comic book, sir. Oh, okay. Aww. I special bought to it you as I was at mm-hmm. Smith's Food and Drug in Magna, and uh, there's this uh, Rom Space Night, and I was familiar because I had the action figure at home. He was uh, 18 inches tall, and he had a flashlight in his hand, and he had four points of articulation. And I saw the Rom Space Night comic, and I was like, I have to get this, mm. and because I didn't know they had a comic. And then there's these really weird characters. There's this one guy. Uh, he was like, he was wearing brown and tan, and he had claws. And then there was this lady, and she had white hair, and she could fly and summon like lightning. The X-Men. It was the X Men. Ah. That was my introduction to the X Men. Wow. So I was like, I desperately want because of Rom. Oh, Rom Space Knight. How cool was my gateway? And Rom was just a toy. Rom was just a shitty action figure from it was, Kenner. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. But we all wanted one because uh-huh. oh, he's <laughs> this tall, and he had that light up scanner that he could scan for people to be dire wraiths, and yeah. then I thought you were a dire. Uh, I did too. <laughs> and you could, and he had like the six million dollar man thing on his head where you could see through his eyes. And yeah. So, I opened it up, and I started reading. The day of day the of gods. the gods. That's uh, Sunday. That's Kirby shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all Kirby. It's, all Jack yeah. it's written and drawn by Kirby. It's great art in here. If you're a fan of Jack Kirby, you found it, Ike. You're positively uncanny. Anyway, I, I got no exaggeration. Six pages? Eight, eight pages in. There's so many you words. you put it down, huh? And I was just like, oh. this is garbage. <laughs> Let me look it's just it. not good. That's how uh, I I've felt. never been a fan of this property. I'm yeah. going to tell you right now. That's how I felt 30 minutes into the room. When I tried, <laughs> fi- oh, fi- I finished it. You finally, oh, wow. I finally watched mm-hmm. it, finally finished it. Oh, and- hi, Mark. Oh, my gosh. Overrated. <laughs> I did not. I did oh, hi, Mark. Not. Overrated. <laughs> oh, it's it, it is definitely overrated, but it's, it's got terrible. its funny parts for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I am thinking uh, if uh, they're going to have to really make some changes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they might go... There was a more recent run that they might be looking at. You think? Yeah, because like if you think about okay. Guardians of the Galaxy... <laughs> yeah, they didn't use the first stuff. They didn't use the first... That's true. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll go <laughs> I mean, down to Dr. Half, half the Guardians were Reavers in the second movie. That's true. Half of the original Guardians. Okay. Sylvester Stallone's That's character right. was one of the... Vance Astro. Yep. Like, Vance Astro was the original run, right? I think yeah. with his with his Captain America shield and, and he's blue. And he's blue. And, he's blue. Uh, and all right. Yondu, Yondu was one of the original Guardians. He was. He was a good yeah. guy. Um, all right. So maybe I'll go down and ask for the current, most more current, current run. the more current run rather than the or, original. Or just say good. Do you have any good Eternals? Is there any good <laughs> Eternal? Dave will look at me and go, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is okay. <laughs> all right. I like this ad. Eagle Eye G.I. Joe meets the intruder strongman from another world. What? <laughs> it's, it's an ad for G.I. Joe. Yep. Oh my god. The twelve inch figures. But it was done like a comic book. Anyway, so that that was my concern. Uh all right. Uh should we take a break and then yeah. get to our best of uh our favorite things yes. of, of twenty nineteen? Uh we'll have some broken news and then we'll do that. Uh after, after these, these messages, messages we'll be right. Eternals back. <laughs> back. <laughs> 
Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Let's see what's happening there in the month of January 2020. It is a time of crisis. Han Solo, frozen in carbonites, being taken to the vile gangster Jabba the Hutt as Princess Leia mounts a rescue mission and Darth Vader scours the galaxy for Luke Skywalker. Another sinister figure emerges, cunning and ruthless. Imperial Commander Zara. She will pit herself against Vader for the favor of their mutual master, the dreaded Emperor. Will our heroes be able to escape the ever-growing shadows of the Empire? Find out, starting in January, from Marvel Comics. Also, uh, Wonder Woman, number 750. You can celebrate 750 issues of Wonder Woman with this milestone oversized spectacular. Fan-favorite creators, past and present, tell all new stories featuring the amazing Amazon and her adventures through the ages. They're open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They are located at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booz Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Broken news. Welcome to it. Name of the episode is Crafting with Lee. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't remember either. But. I, I don't as well. But... Good. Enjoy it. I hope. I hope you enjoy the the uh, needlepoint lesson that I gave in the middle <laughs> of that. That's coming up. Yeah. Don't spoil anything. Oh it's yeah. It's coming up. Just make sure you have a a, a two hook. Get it ready. Your crocheters will know that. Break it out. Uh, broken news. Lee George K joining me along with Mike. Hi Mike. Hello. Hey. Our, our attorney. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, but he's an he's an attorney at crime. What? <laughs> I always want it because you always hear that like, sounds a lot more exciting than right, what I usually. Because you're always do. like, "Hi, my name's Shlomo Malskowitz, attorney at law," and you're like, "Okay, well, that's a great name, that's a great title." But I really want somebody to introduce me like, "Hi, I'm Lee George K, attorney at crime." <laughs> crime attorney? No, attorney at crime. At crime? Yeah, because oh, okay. you're attorney Opposite at law. Of law. Yeah. I want to be attorney at crime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be like, or you know, like attorney at not law. Attorney at, un- attorney at unscrupulous events. <laughs> There's so I like many that. things. You can, yeah, I mean, but it, it would be so cool to have that on a business card, right? That one sounds fancy, yeah. actually. Yeah, or attorney at nefarious deeds. Attorney for nefarious? Uh, well, at is what to, you do, right? right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get into this. So uh-huh. he's at law. That's attorney at law. He practices law. So if I were no. an attorney, attorney so at you, crime. You keep practicing, Mike. You'll get there. Practice makes perfect, yeah. yes. All right, a little bit of broken news, and we'll get back to the episode coming up in a bit. Um, Don't forget our Patreon. Uh, We've just uploaded uh, the uh, Adventures of Rebecca in Star Wars Land. Star Wars Land. Uh, 323 subscribers. Isn't that nice? Are you ready for that? Thank you. Can you believe that? Like I said, this show, it's okay. All the good shit happens on the Patreon. So I had a a thing I was going to do at my old gig called Neon Cinema where I was going to talk about movies of the 80s that were pretty awesome. You know, like The Last Dragon mm-hmm. and uh, Streets of Fire. I can dream about right. you. I'm, I'm pulling it over Patreon. 
Do it. Yeah. It's going to be a thing. Well, Exclusive okay. for you kids. And Rebecca's rundown of Disneyland was so good. It was, it was yeah. very exciting for me. And, and she had the lightsabers. and everything. Oh, it's a whole yeah. thing. Go she to had, our she had a lot of stuff, as I recall. Yeah. I mean, it, it made me love Star Wars again. I mean, not that I ever stopped. <laughs> well, the fans could certainly have that effect on you. They, they really could. <laughs> but Rebecca was like, I was like, oh, I remember when I loved Star Bright Wars bushy this morning. Yeah. Well, and uh, I got uh, a text from our uh, man in Disneyland, our secret spy in Disneyland. They still haven't found him. They still haven't found him. The most effective mole in Disney history. He, uh, he, he uh, day before yesterday, went on a uh, test ride, a, you know, kind of a, okay, here's the ride, mm-hmm. Rise of Resistance, mm-hmm. and... Uh, let me see if I can find what he actually said, because he was because we all know how jaded he can be. Yeah, no, he he's where I learned the term uh, uh, broken Olaf. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love him dearly, but he I'm can a, be jaded. If you I'm you, be you, on, you do know the term broken Olaf? Uh, no. So <laughs> I, I, no, this I'm is scared. this is a real term I learned from Hold our me. embedded agent. Uh, when uh, one of the tiny people. Um, <laughs> from a from an island nation that is in the Olaf suit gets hurt. They call it a broken Olaf because they have to get that person off stage as fast as they can so that they can fix Olaf and by putting another very small person in the suit. Oh no. <laughs> so but there's like very it's terrible when an Olaf breaks. Well here's what he wrote. Uh, just wrote a preview of Rise of the Resistance. Pretty fucking great. Wow. Makes up for a lot of the other things I feel are lacking in Galaxy's Edge. You know, what's like I'll, I said, he's I'll very... be I'll be on it in two weeks. Oh, that's right, you're going down. Yeah. Everybody's going to be there yeah. but me. I know, right? Well, you know, my what's... family will be in the rest of Disneyland. I'll just be on Rise of the Resistance <laughs> over and over. <laughs> no, really, what's missing in Galaxy's Edge, from what I understand, is just an, an overweight Rodian named well, named Burrito. Burrito. He's looking for his <laughs> nephew Greedo. He's You'll a good be boy. You'll, burrito you... or Brito? It's B R. Apostrophe E D O, burrito, yeah. burrito, burrito. Yeah. All right, and he's 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 a heavy set Rodian, um, and his shirt doesn't button at the bottom. So, <laughs> uh, so then I texted him and said, uh, "This I is hear- a very personal description." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> said I hear good things. Yeah. Uh, how's the Marvel stuff coming at California Adventure? He says it's moving along, and then he talks about some stuff that I don't want to say because it might give him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said I did see the. S- uh, did I see the Spidey animatronic on the Imagineering story? If so, it was very impressive. He said, the flying one? <laughs> I said, yep. <laughs> and, and he's, then, he's good at this game. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then he said, I just walked past Tony Baxter, by the way, who's one of the key Imagineers for Disney since the 70s. Uh, but uh, yeah, the flying one, is it's on the Imagineering story, on the last episode mm. of the Imagineering story. Wow. Where it's, it's just this robot that they have built and its sole purpose is to fl- is to swing up do a kind of a loop and land yeah. and it's and it is the first animatronic i've done without any wires or a base it's Got just on its own wow. it's pinocchio it is it's pinocchio yeah. and it's the beginning of the rise up <laughs> before pinocchio <laughs> becomes a murderer <laughs> uh, and he's murder nokio anyway i i hope that they never do find our mole because the amount of money we'll have to come up with to support our mole. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we'll make him a part of the show. He's more than welcome to move back here and yeah. sleep on the couch. And right. Change his name to Hudson. It's uh, patreon.com slash podcast. That's yes. where all the good shit happens. And that's yes. where Rebecca's trip to Star Wars land is there. You got another trip got to a, Carrie's toy room. I got a video coming up yep. uh, where I... Uh, 
I open up my vintage radio-controlled R2-D2 from the late 70s. I open up the box. Wowie. And fingers crossed if it works. Uh, its special guest star on that video is uh, Hudson, uh, the dog, because he hates R2-D2. Uh, he's always been suspicious of R2-D2 and will bark at R2-D2. So he was just kind of there supervising the video to make sure that the robot does not rise up. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, taking... Um taking the Jimmy cam down to a toy store that I discovered. Mm-hmm. Actually discovered it in Las Vegas and mm-hmm. then accidentally found out they have a new location here oh, in they Salt do? Lake City. Oh, okay. It's uh, Rogue Toys on 6800 South and Redwood. Ah, and they uh, in Vegas. Yeah, right by the old, by the Fremont. And uh, this this particular store, uh, yesterday I went in there and they had Micronauts from the, you know, 77, 1977. Oh, yeah. They were complete. That's next to impossible that to find. That is rare. Yeah. And, I mean, you're not going to find them on card, but a complete Micronaut is hard to run by. They had the uh, they had the Disney solid plastic, solid colored uh, plastic Disney figurines from like early, early 70s there. I've got a bunch of those. They're uh, Mine are made of wax. Yeah, they're like a waxy plastic. They That's what they were. And I've got like five or six different Jiminy Crickets that Punk yeah. gave me. I had Jimmy Cricket and, uh, and, and Peter Pan. I, I just loved those things when I was little. The so. Pinocchio looked creepy, though, in that photo you sent me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we'll the, the we'll cool, later, coolest thing I saw there was uh, they actually had um, the cardboard sand crawler um, from the the land of Canada. the Jawas playset yeah. is what it was. Yeah, called. and uh, boy, that was intense. And I kept trying to show my wife all the different things on it, but you know that's forty year old cardboard. I don't know if I need to be messing with it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, land of the Jawas playset. It was the best we had. It was uh, it was just a plastic base. That was the sand, yeah. But it was plastic, and it had a couple of things on it where you could stick an action figure on it and make them move. And then they had an elevator to pull R two D two up. Yeah, into yeah the, an elevator. Yeah. But then there was it was just a cardboard facade on you know yeah. of the sand crawler. Nine ninety nine at Kmart. Oh, exactly. Yeah, my, my neighbor had that and yeah. we destroyed it. Of course, <laughs> of course she did. It's cardboard because <laughs> you were playing with I, it. Yeah. I never had as big of a Star Wars fan as I was. I never had any Star Wars action figure when I was little. None. None. I had all the Ninja Turtles, no Star Wars action. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I had to go to the neighbor's house and destroy his. <laughs> well, if you had Ninja Turtles and you didn't have Star Wars, um, that's because they stopped producing Star right. Wars figures in 84. Yeah, he had older brothers. Line. I was the yeah. oldest. Ah, okay. So, yeah, you, you didn't have you didn't go through that yeah. that window yeah. of excitement. You, yeah. You got to get cool toys. <laughs> I'll do a video of my... Classic Star Wars action. They also had uh, they also had a lot of the the old Playmates Ninja Turtles. So they had oh, yeah. uh, they had Pizza Face, who was like my personal oh, favorite. Oh, and, forgot uh, about him. Pizza he was Face, terrible. Had, well, Pizza Face had that that, uh, <laughs> and then he had the the garbage monster. Uh, I think it was Muckmouth or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and he had the trash can that you could fill with the ooze and the, the slime. Yeah. yeah, I've got that. Great figure. Yeah. I got rid of most of my Ninja Turtles. I sold them except for my monsters ones. So yeah. I've got the. You know the Universal Monsters cross. Donatello is Frankenstein. You yeah. know, uh, Raphael is the Invisible Man. Great stuff. Leonardo is the Wolf Man. You know, the, the bunch of them. They're great over there, and they glow in the dark. Anyway, all right. Broken news. Let's get to it. Uh, there were three trailers that came out this week that I need you to look at, and you will be excited for fun stuff. That is coming down the road. I'm, I'm hoping it's one of the trailers I saw yesterday. In, Which one? In the big screen. Uh, the latest Harley Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey. That's first one on my list. My goodness. That movie looks like it's going to be a blast. Harley Quinn. Uh, it's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's yep. the entire title of the movie. Um, so at the beginning, it starts out. It shows how Harley became single. 
and met the rest of the birds of prey. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see her after her breakup with Mr. J. Jared Leto will not be in this movie. All right. Good. Managing expectations. As, yeah, he's got some other characters. He's. I've got an expectation oh, yeah. that he not some be in the movie. Commitments. Yeah, well, he's doing Mobius, yeah, Morbius right. right now, the the vampire. Uh, and I saw the makeup test, and it looks like the guy from the comic book. Well, that's great. So I'll give him points for that. It didn't have a damaged tattoo. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, it looks like the right from the comic book, but we'll see. It's yeah. amazing that he actually did that permanently to his face. I know, right? Yeah. He's committed. That's an Oscar winner there. Uh, after uh, she has her easy cheese, uh, she finds herself being hunted down by a bunch of bad guys, most notably Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis, also known as the Black, Black Mask. Mask. And yep. we get to see the mask in the yep. trailer, too. Plus, well, just Ewan McGregor, I mean, you know. But it looks like he's having fun yeah, it's, it's, in the trailer. It's fun McGregor. And that's that's what I like, is right. fun Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we also meet the Huntress, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who we, we like. Uh, Black Canary is there. Journey Smollett-Bell is who's playing that. Renee Montoya, who in the comics, if I understand this correctly, eventually becomes the question? Uh, yeah. I the think latest, so. It's the latest iteration I think of she the was question. also uh, involved with Batwoman. But again, mm. I don't know DC because I only like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's Rosie Perez. He and says throwing a Spider-Man action <laughs> figure. <laughs> 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 the table. And uh, Cassandra Kane, Ella J. Basco. Uh, and my favorite part was uh, Harley snorting cocaine and then whacking some guys with a baseball bat. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's in the trailer? <laughs> it's in the trailer. Now, did yeah. I hear this This is an R-rated? It is, it, I believe. Yeah, yes. because I, 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 there was a Red Band trailer oh, really? that I saw. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, at the end, it's great. She's got a, a hyena in the bathtub. And she's like, I'm going to name him Bruce after that hunky Wayne fella. <laughs> <laughs> So that's February 7th we're getting that. Yeah, that's close. Quickly arriving. So uh, less all those Valentine's yeah. Day dates. Exactly. So go look at that. Uh, another one that we saw this week, um, and I want you to go and look at this, is uh, they finally got a release date and a trailer for the new Mutants movie, which for a while was... I don't believe it. They weren't sure whether it was going to be released or not. This will be under Fox? Uh, it'll be under... It'll be under Fox. But by, Dis- by Marvel. Dis- yeah. 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 It's Fox and Marvel. Fox by Marvel by Disney. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's yeah. not Marvel Studios. It is a Fox film. Right. Uh, they shot they, it like they've done a bunch of reshoots. Two or three years ago. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the original pitch to us was this is going to be a horror movie. Oh, it was the Ghost Bear storyline. Yeah, it is. Demon yeah. Bear. And, uh, yeah, it's it's happening. Cool. And it looked scary. Right. And instead of, you know, like a Xavier School for Gifted Mutants where he comes and helps you learn how to... Use your powers. This is a different thing. This is a this is like a an asylum or a hospital where mutants are sent to learn to con, to get rid of their powers or mm. to not use them. Hmm. And uh, so it's kind of an it's got this kind of an asylum asylum one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of feel to it. But, Interesting, but darker and uh, scarier. It looked like a horror movie. It really. Well, they have some actors in that movie playing characters that I love. That I would love to see brought into the MCU. Whether or not that happens, we have our doubts. It uh, probably won't. No, but it would be great. The odds of this being just a one-off are pretty good. Yeah. Um, With all the reshoots, I wonder if they're you know trying to tie it into like the new Doctor because they've said that the Doctor Strange movie is going to be more of a horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got thing. I got stuff on that. You've coming got Blade, up there. That, you know, I'm not and sure Blade, the, yeah, the overlap there, but um, it, it it is Marvel Comics uh, Demon Bear, a sonic entity haunting Danny is the character's Danny, name. Yeah, 
uh, is going to be part of the story. Um, the New Mutants. Uh, what was great was seeing um, uh, oh, from Game of Thrones playing mm-hmm. Maisie. Um, Maisie Williams. Maisie, yeah. Playing Rain Sinclair. Playing Rain Sinclair. The the Wolfsbane. The Wolfsbane. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You're mm-hmm. my X-Men guy. <laughs> uh, but she, and you can tell this movie's been on the shelf for a while because she's looking, she's looking very down. young. Yeah. <laughs> she's very young in it. Um, but uh, I, just seeing that, just seeing her there was, was great. Sunspot is in it. Cannonball. Wow. Uh, Magic That's is there. That's Rasputin. That's uh, Colossus's little sister. Oh, there you go. Uh, so she goes, there, there's actually an amazing storyline with her and Kitty Pride where uh, they end up in hell. Ooh. And uh, Elenia becomes like the queen of hell. And that's why well, she still has demons following her around everywhere she goes because she's still kind of the queen of hell. But um, in Kitty's mindset, it took 80 years to happen. So when she comes back into the regular timeline, she's aged mentally oh, okay. to, to old age. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, go take a look at that. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I have I have high hopes for it. And then the one that Shannon's been asking about, Lock and Key. Oh, yeah. Uh, they released a uh, two-and-a-half-minute trailer. It's on Netflix. Yep. Uh, Lock and Key, it's uh, the IDW comic, ran from uh, 2008 to 2013. It's Joe Hill, Stephen yeah. King's kid. Joe Hill. And, Joe Hill uh, seems really excited about it, too. Gabriel Rodi- Rodriguez did the uh, illustrations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. It's a 10-episode season. Uh, starts on February 7th on Netflix. I'm going to say this, and we might get yelled at about it, okay. but Netflix, give it a fucking budget, for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it, is, it is a phenomenal story. The, the, the house um, is filled with these different keys, and these mm-hmm. different keys can open up or instill powers to the people that use them. So... One kid actually puts a maze in his head so that he can stop bad thoughts from getting to him. Um, there's another kid that, you know, anyway, it's it's an amazing story, but it actually needs a budget. And I'm I'm finding some of their adaptations a little lacking in the budget because uh, I've been reading the Witcher book that mm-hmm. almost all of the Witcher stories were taken from. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read the book, you have no qualms. It was fun. It was great. It was a blast. But then you read the books and you're like, wait a second. There's like five times more vampires in this scene. There's There's more substance there and in many cases it's not that they couldn't have put it in it's that they didn't want to give it the budget at mm. least that's what it feels like i think i think from a business perspective um as a fan i want to see everything up on the sure. screen from the business perspective you know it's sort of the game of thrones hbo approach because those first first even couple really seasons. three seasons yeah there's a lot missing that was on the page that didn't find its way into the show right. I think the biggest offender is still Umbrella Academy because yeah. if you've read if you've read the Umbrella Academy books, you're just like, I'm sorry, this is too weird of a comic book for this type yeah. of show. I mean, I thought the show was cool, but in my head, it's a, a lower budget alternate universe where they don't have gravity belts and they don't fight the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Season two for that is coming. I'm 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 still hopeful and I still enjoyed it. I just have to uh, rein back my expectations. Egg Fu really liked Witcher. I just saw him tweet about it. Witcher's uh, a blast. Recently. That's the hardest part about it. It's a blast, and it's actually incredibly faithful to the books. It, oh. It's really faithful to the books. It's just when you read the books, you're like, there's five times more here, and and I get it. You have to have a budget. You have to rein things in, uh, and Cavill didn't have necessarily the sense of humor that I feel like Geralt has in the books, mm. but so what? They did a great job with it, Okay, but I just want more dragon, more vampire. I'll eventually Striga. sit down and look at those someday. Yeah. And if you if you haven't read the books, mm-hmm. plug for Geek Show Book Club. 
Oh, yes. Yep. On we're, Patreon. Yep, we're doing that. Unfortunately, I think I have to go to Tony's house and then to Rebecca's house and read the books to him. Because <laughs> they're distracted. Oh, these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing their homework. They'll, they'll still have a few weeks. All right. Uh, anyway, this is uh, some bad news uh, for me. Um, I, uh, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not concerned because Kevin Feige, very talented guy, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Scott Derrickson is no longer directing uh, Doctor Strange, the sequel, which is unfortunate mm-hmm. because he really had a handle on the character. He mm-hmm. loved the character. Uh, he got the character, and he that first movie. Go back and watch it again. It's pretty amazing. It it yeah. It's not you know when people talk about Marvel movies, it's not one that people bring up all the time. It's really, and I say this as someone who never cared for the character. It's really fucking good. It's really fucking good, and, and it's it's really um it's really wry. Like it yeah. has a very wry sense of humor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say dry, but it, yeah, there it's yeah, it's a little tongue in cheek, but. Played not for laughs. So, yeah. yeah have a good time with that it, movie. It's, it's a fine movie. And um, so it's unfortunate. It says, uh, I, I saw it on his Twitter feed. Marvel and I have mutually agreed to part ways on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness due to creative differences. Aww. Uh, I am thankful for our collaboration and it will remain on as executive producer. Now, this Which is... Re- remaining on as an executive producer could mean nothing. Could it mean might just it, yeah. be he's keeping his credit. He, he's not actually involved. Exactly. Um, this is unfortunate because if uh, what they were saying was is that this was going to be Marvel's first horror movie, you want Scott Derrickson to direct. Mm-hmm. You want a horror director there, and it could be that maybe I don't know. I'm speculating. Maybe he wanted to make it more scary than Kevin Feige wanted to. Could I think be. they need to hire one of those Korean horror movie guys oh, to yeah. direct it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been working on it for about a year. It says. Wow. Uh, he even said the story would be uh, horror-tinged and connected somehow to the Disney Plus series WandaVision. Okay. Uh, now, sometime in December, he cryptically tweeted, I follow him on Twitter, he's fascinating, uh, Derrickson cryptically tweeted, studio release dates are the enemy of art. Mm. Oh, so they wanted it too soon. Could be. Uh, but anyway, that's too bad because Doctor Strange, again, go back and watch it again. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun movie. And a um, smart movie. It is smart. I just love that final scene. Dormammu, I have come to bargain. Oh, God, I'm just talking about it. Ooh, I need to go watch it again. Uh, there's that. Also, uh, basically every CW show was just renewed for another season. Even Green, even Arrow? Except for the ones that are naturally expiring, <laughs> like uh, Arrow. <laughs> naturally expiring. I'm going to need to remember that. Uh, all of them, which is strange for a network to do. Mm-hmm. All of our shows... Unless they're naturally expiring, all of our shows are being renewed. So wow. that's your Black Lightning, your Flash, your Supergirl, your Legends of Tomorrow, your Nancy Drew, your Riverdale, Roswell, Dynasty, Legacies, In the Dark, All-American, Charmed, all of them. Wow. Well, they must have found the magic formula for quality television. I guess so. <laughs> uh, okay. And then there's this story that happened earlier in the week. That, uh, And again, I'm not going to speculate, but uh, they're talking to Christian Bale about being in Thor Love and Thunder. Who could he possibly play? That's just it. We don't know, and nobody is saying. Better be Beta Ray Bill. That has been speculated. <laughs> we don't speculate on this show, we though. We don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> also, uh, you remember the uh, comic book uh, Ex Machina from Brian K. Vaughn? Uh, actually, I do. Did you Did you uh, enjoy it? Did you read actually, it? Actually, I did. Well, they're making it into a movie. I hope it has a budget. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it is uh, it is going to be called the Great Machine, though, because they're worried that you might get it confused with that uh, Alicia Vikander movie Ex Machina, which was from 2015. Was an Oscar oh, Isaac s- in that? Too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. S- scary movie. Good movie. Creepy movie. No scary movie. Oh yeah, because you're uh, you're convinced of she's robots? out in the world, Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> she went. She got skin, and she was like. I'm going to lock this guy. I'm going to lock Hux up in the basement with no. Poe Dameron's corpse, and I'm going to go wander the earth. It's okay. She just got a job at uh, Disneyland in that uh, You Marvel. wouldn't have this problem if you just surrendered to the robot overlords. That's true. Like well, us. They haven't given me the terms yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they just said, we'll make you into goo right away, I'd be like, fine. Just. Uh, let's see. So the company required the uh, rights to uh, Machina. Uh, Vaughn made it uh, debuting in 2004, run for 50 issues. Mm-hmm. Under the Wildstorm uh, DC imprint, centered on Mitchell Hundred, a former superhero who becomes mayor of New York City after 9 11. Hundred had the power to talk to mechanical devices, but the comic was concerned less about superheroics than the issues of government, political leadership. Which makes it very fascinating. Uh, Who wants to think about that right now? Yeah, it, I actually screwed that up with a different comic book called Ex Machina. Oh, okay. So this this doesn't actually need a huge budget. It just needs to be shot right. <laughs> it needs to be well lit. Yeah, well lit. <laughs> these are these are Lee's concerns. Use some lighting. <laughs> Get a boom in there. Scott so people Derrickson can, busy? Yeah. Probably. Make sure you got a boom in there so we can hear what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> right and in the shot, too. Yeah. And it's funny because when you say Netflix, I, I have to confess I... Was a little drunk last night. Uh-huh. Sue was asleep, and so I pulled out season three of Daredevil and watched some of it again. Yeah, God, it's so fucking good. It's that show. really good. It's that's all three seasons. It's actually the best of the Defenders series. Yeah, for a reason. Mm. Because they didn't need to give it an expanded budget to show off superpowers. Yeah. Whereas, I think Luke Cage could have desperately used a little bit of a budget. Mm-hmm. Because his first fight with Jessica Jones, it's like, oh, hi, we're having a slap fight where we dent walls. These people can pick up cars. Yeah. So, and yeah, anyway, minor, minor gripes. <laughs> uh, but also uh, you see a show like, say, The Expanse, season four of The Expanse on Amazon, uh, The Boys on Amazon. Boys, great. Uh, they did not really pull any punches nope. with budget. And I realized why, because when you've got a guy who literally shits a billion dollars every time he goes to the bathroom yep. um, behind the behind the wheel... Uh, talk, they're joking, but I think it might actually happen. They're talking about maybe shooting some scenes of the Expanse in space because he's... That's right. He's got a space line, and they were joking about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, we could make that happen. Wow. So, and there's a part of me, it's like we could feed so many people on what it would cost <laughs> to shoot scenes of the Expanse in space. I was just the same exact thing. But yeah. then there's the part of me that's like, how cool would it be to but yeah. then I think we need to feed people more. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, anything else before we get back to the episode, uh, Crafting with Lee? Uh, yeah, go go see uh, Knives Out. But yes. um, at the same time, that movie is not hurting. I, it's I, doing well. I it's... went and saw it yesterday, uh, and the first theater I went to it was sold out for the showing I was going to. So we went to another theater where it was also sold out. So we went to a third theater. If there was only a thing called the internet where I could check and see <laughs> if movies were sold out or not. But yeah. <laughs> Movie's been out for almost two months and it's still playing to pack no, houses. No, it's it's word of mouth. It's, yeah, it's word of mouth. People are saying, "Go, go see yep. this movie." CSI KFC. It's definitely worth seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen Uncut Gems? Not yet. It was, uh, it was good. I, I never, I it. never want to see it again. But it was good. It <laughs> I was never good. want to see yeah. it again. It's, it's. I feel about that movie the same way I feel about Joker. Oh I yeah. Mean, thematically, tonally. 
feels very similar. I'm the same way. It's like everything that could go wrong to a person is happening. Oh, and uh, another thing for our Patreon people, uh, with Picard coming up in a couple of weeks, just say you've been warned. Oh, yes, that's right. Because that's where the deep dive will be happening. So Exactly. And uh, you think you've heard us talk in giddy ways about other things? We don't talk about Next Gen that much for a reason. Uh-huh. Because we just don't have the fluids in our body to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, you have been warned. Uh, let's get back to the uh, episode uh, Crafting with Lee after a message or so. Please to enjoy. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop. Local. And we are back. All right. Yes. Um, now I ask you guys to just make a list of, and it didn't have to be geek, I said. What were just things that you thoroughly enjoyed in 2019? Because... 2019 was a shit show for a lot of us. Indeed. Fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so I wanted to bring some some positive, you know. What was it? Who wants to go? I can go. Uh, oh, or yeah. Rebecca can well, go. Well, I made two lists. Made well, two you lists. came prepared. You can pick. You do the homework. <laughs> so I have one list, top pieces of media that stressed me out, <laughs> or top things I watched while stoned. <laughs> both. I think you need to do them both. Okay. Yeah, I think we have to. The stoned one is shorter. So... In no particular order, uh, in the Tall Grass, that movie on Netflix that was the Stephen King, Joe Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Climax, which is a um, dang it, I can't remember the director's name, but he did like Into the Void, and I don't know. It, it's about a dance troupe. It's French, and it's about a dance troupe that is practicing for a performance, and at their after party of a practice, somebody laces the punch with LSD, and it's very. I I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Holy shit! I watched that. This that was our that was our Christmas <laughs> that Eve was viewing. So fucking weird. Have you seen it, Carrie? It's I tried. Yeah. I was oh, you it, huh? weren't ready for the. No, I was. I wasn't prepared for what it was. Oh. The John Mulaney after school special that talks about death. Yeah, so yeah. good. And I was so you didn't get to Mr. Music. And no, I was pretty. That's the vibe I want to bring into 2020. Yeah, See, I was pretty drunk, and so I had to stop. I went. Yeah. I, I'll come back. Mr. To this. Music. It yeah, is, I watched it stoned, and I was like, "It is what some, is happening." John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch is like so fucking next level. There's the whole skit called "I Want to Play Restaurant." <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We're closed for a private event, and that's the end of it. <laughs> it's it's very much Andy Kaufman's. I'll yeah. have the coffee. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and then there's a the whole bit with uh, there's the whole bit with uh, their their character who's like the their, their Muppet character. <laughs> the guy in the costume had a heart attack and died. And so that's how he breaks it to the kids is through the memoriam. And they're like, oh, he died? And they're like, oh, well, what about his friend so-and-so? And And they're like, oh, no, he's just a gentleman who had schizophrenia. He's missing. He's missing. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Um, Witcher is another thing that I really enjoyed while I was stoned. That's on my list, too. Were you stoned? No. And uh, the Wonder Woman 84 trailer. (laughs) Oh, that was great. It looks so fun. And then for top pieces of media that stressed me out, uh, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Fleabag, both seasons. Yeah. Stressful show, but so worth the time. So worth it. I watched um, the one-woman play, like Fathom Events did a presentation of her one-woman play. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking. It's so well done. It's so good. If you get a chance to see it, I recommend it. Uh, Watchmen, 
uh, mm. The Lodge, which is a movie I watched at Sundance last year. Um, kind of a kind of a horror thrillery. Just remember, kids suck. That's all you really okay. need to take away from that. Well, I, man, Easy I to remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Midsummer, probably one of my most favorite movies of 2019. Uh, Chernobyl. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, Endgame. Uh, Parasite and Uncut Gems. And uh, a book called Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. All right. Awesome. Those are the top pieces of media that stressed me out. That's, but you enjoyed But it. I absolutely enjoyed them. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Chernobyl because I forgot about that show. It oh was a good show. There's gosh. a lot of stuff that I'm sure I forgot about. Yes. But same. this is just what I could remember. Because <clears throat> yes, the thing is that I tried to make my list and I'm, I'm, I know I'm forgetting things, but no, mm-hmm. Chernobyl was certainly mm-hmm. so up good. there. So good. You want to go, Tony? Sure. Uh, so I just kind of did a random list. There's, I think there's like eight things or so on here. Um, uh, number one, just because it's most recent, not because it was my favorite, but I loved the Witcher series on Netflix. It's not like super intelligent or anything, but it's also self-aware of it's a fun fantasy show. Somebody tried to compare it to Xena or Hercules, and I was like, actually, no. it's smarter no, than it's both. It's much smarter than yeah. those. And it's a really cool insight on... Uh, Eastern European view on fantasy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because there's Striga, there's werewolves, yeah. there's all kinds of monsters, but they're really cool. Exactly. And uh, and Cavill's naked most of the time. Yeah, Henry Cavill nailed it as Geralt. I thought yeah. he was fantastic. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing people either love or hate this show. Well, and so the best description I've heard is Geralt is a character who is very emotionless and um, anybody who was cast to play him would have a difficult time right. because he's just emotionless and flat and very mm-hmm. straightforward. But Henry Cavill does a fabulous job. He's fantastic, and that's part of the the Witcher lore. Is in that in that universe, uh, everyone besides fellow Witchers say that Witchers don't have any emotions, mm-hmm. so that they can treat the Witchers like garbage. Yeah, because the Witchers are the kind of guys that they go in and do everything that needs to be done that nobody else wants to do, mm-hmm. and they're equipped to do it. And they're equipped to do it, but still, everyone hates them. They were yeah. also really gutsy with Yennefer because yes. uh, her story arc was really cool. Yeah, and if you read the book, they, they describe Yennefer, and she's like, she's 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 disturbingly beautiful to everybody, but Geralt notices that her nose is a little long. Her, yeah. Uh, but they also did this fearless thing where uh, the characters uh, like really pretty deformed hunchback in the beginning mm-hmm. before she mm-hmm. goes through this transformation and they go through a pretty actually explicit sex scene with this woman playing this hunchback as a hunchback yeah. yeah and it's a pretty fearless thing to do and they're not afraid to kill kids in this show mm. um, yeah everyone's fair game everyone's fair I game I mean that, that's how the mythical creatures yeah, are in the witcher Ren- Renfrey the princess yeah yeah like you meet her and I'm like oh I love her I want to see more of her and yeah. she's gone Dead. first yep. episode yep. <laughs> and uh, if you if you really like the show just keep in mind we'll be doing that as a, as a book club thing for yep. Patreon the first witcher book the last wish yep that's uh, patreon.com slash geek show podcast Yep. Uh, also making the list uh, because it was amazing and is still uh, on my mind, Knives Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a fantastic movie. What, what a good one. I thought I knew what was going on half an hour in, and I didn't. And mm-hmm. it was just fantastic. It's it's interesting that, that uh, Ryan Johnson could come along and take a, a, a classic film style thing. Yeah. You know, like, the whodunit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This has been done a million times. Done a million times. And do it differently. Bring it back. Do it differently. Still surprise. Yep. You know. 
I haven't seen it yet, but I hear Daniel Craig. It's like this. This should be the beginning of a whole new career for him. He foghole, laghole, Daniel yeah. Craig. But he, he was similar uh, to this in uh, uh, Logan Lucky. Yeah, that's yeah. similar to his character, in, and and he was fantastic in that too. Right. Mm-hmm. I just I just love that he comes in and and you know, as with every Who Done It, when he's explaining it at the end, and he's. He's doing it in that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. fog home. Yeah. But, the, that, but that's when so-and-so yeah. did this and this. And, and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I thought it was, like, wow. he did such an amazing job of portraying how surprised he was as a character when mm-hmm. he put all the pieces together in yeah. his head. Oh, yeah, that nice. scene is awesome. On Twitter, somebody tweeted at Ryan Johnson that they should do a sequel with Daniel Craig, but he has an entirely different accent, not explain it. And Ryan Johnson <laughs> yeah. responded, I'm not going to lie, I thought about it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> Give me the money. Uh, video games, couple video games this year that were awesome control uh i can't recommend it enough super great what, game. what is control so you it's basically uh a bet the best jedi game that's not a jedi you play this this lady who comes into this building okay i know the one you're talking yeah, about. Now, yeah and and the building's called the old house and it is the headquarters of the bureau of control and uh i, I believe that's what it's called anyway um as you progress throughout the game, you get different abilities like telekinetic pushing, uh, the ability to levitate and fly, uh, the ability to take over people's minds, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Super fun, super gorgeous game, super crazy off the wall story. Really, really good game. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Borderlands fan, so we finally got Borderlands 3 this year. Uh, probably not quite as good as Borderlands 2, but it's making my list just because I'm a big fanboy. And it is still an excellent game. Um, Fear Inoculum by Tool. Finally got a new Tool album this year, uh, and it was it was worth the wait. It is a fantastic album uh, if if you like Tool and Tool style of music. I uh, can't recommend that enough. Chernobyl made my list as well, um, and then uh, on the kind of physical tech side of things, uh, I got a bidet this last year. It's been life changing. In my top list of things that happened to me this year, I got a bidet. I got a bidet. Sue bought the kits. Yeah, so put them on your toilets, and so I'm calling my plumber. It'll take about it'll take, about it'll take you like two seconds to set it up. It's water. Okay. I don't I don't mess well, with water. Way, or you want me to do it? Oh, you want Tony it. to do it? Water or electricity? I don't touch. Give Tony, it. Tony and I can. It'd do it. be easy, um, but either way, give it you know three or four times before well, you make a decision. <laughs> See, we bought two of them. Yeah. Now what, what's going to happen is we're going to put it on Sue's first. Yeah. And I'll try it. Yeah. She's all in. Yeah. Because she used one. They're fantastic. And I'm going to try it, and we'll see. And if it works, then then I'll put it on mine. There you oh go. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, highly recommend those. I don't know. They're, I think they're great. I'm still terrified. And then... Uh, like you, Rebecca, I don't <coughs> like rides. I don't like rides. This doesn't lift like you off the seat butt. or anything. It's just a little, uh, little, a little cold. How do you do? Clean up down there. <laughs> How do you do? Wait a minute, cold? Well, unless you oh, got I one that's heated. To see Here's the thing, though. All right. Can you Here's get one thing. that warms it up? Yeah, you can get ones that warm it. You have to have a plug by your toilet. That's though. what we got. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So if you have a plug by, it, but honestly, <laughs> like after the first two or three times, you don't even notice that it's cold anymore. You don't even notice. <clears throat> so you'll get you, used to it. Is what yeah, you're saying. you get used to it. It's right. fantastic. <laughs> Okay. And then on the other end of the spectrum, AMD released their new CPUs for computers this year. <laughs> Yeah, the day to CPUs. CPU. Yeah, I cover everything. The Tony list of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the AMD Zen 2 uh, CPUs are freaking phenomenal. Uh, AMD is now back in the game against Intel, and for the last decade, it's been Intel was the only CPU worth buying for for desktops and laptops, and now AMD's 
come out with some stuff that is competitive and in many ways better than Intel for cheaper. Awesome. Tony, so, will you build me a computer? Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Let's talk budget afterwards. You want to <laughs> soup this one up? <clears throat> this one is uh, beyond, uh, beyond my capabilities. It's yes. beyond health. <laughs> you, reach, you reach a point. It's time for a new one. Yeah, yeah, put it out to pasture. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that. <laughs> That's being talked about. Actually, what I would do is you would build your computer and I would show you how to do it. Oh, no. You can put together that for seven-year-olds and up Lego set. You can put together. A yeah, but she's going to try to put a kyber crystal in it. So it's <laughs> it can only make. You've it... seen me try to put the kyber crystal in the yeah, lightsaber. It's that. taking me like and ten minutes. Maybe I will build it for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my list. Thank you everything very much. I could think of. Uh, Lee, you want to? Yeah, go? Uh, it's it's funny because um, a lot of people struggle with 2019. Mm-hmm. My 2018 was so terrible that when 2019 came by. I can actually say even having a friend die made me go, I'm fine with 2019. I mean, some shit happened, but, um, you know, 2018, I never want to revisit anything from that ever yeah. again. So uh, there was some great stuff in 2019, though. Uh, the second season of Fleabag was fantastic. Um, Hot priest. Hot priest. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is uh, oh, probably great. one of the best voices in writing right now. And her other show, Killing Eve, had yes. a fantastic second season yes. as well. That's a great show. Great, great show. Video games, Outer Worlds. Oh, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed everything about it. Did you finish it already? Uh, just 10 hours in, but yeah, I'm far enough in to know. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just mm. a solid, solid game. Yep. Tabletop games, Marvel Crisis Protocol, made me realize what was missing in tabletop games. And it's just that bewildering sense of being able to smash things. It's, I mean, some games have tried to emulate that. This game feels like a superhero game in a huge, huge way. Um, and then, of course, back to TV. Uh, I'd have to say 2019 is the year that showed us what TV can do more yep. than anything with shows like Watchmen, which was amazing. Um, and then you get The Mandalorian, which I know finished in 20, well, it finished no, it in 2019. Finished in so, yeah, but yeah. It, that showed us a lot. But really, the one that showed me uh, the most that television can do, and I don't think will ever be tried again, was Deadly Class, uh, which, oh, fuck yes. which was I totally such, forgot about that. such a good, solid grim little show and uh great soundtrack and no one has the the guts to try to keep it going and then in comics uh there's a couple of fantastic comic books out there um but my favorite out of all of them is one called Isolde which is about a a a captain of the guard whose queen is cursed to become a tiger and it's just it's beautifully written it's beautifully illustrated it's one of the most breathtakingly gorgeous comic books I've ever looked at. And uh, there's another one that I can't remember the name of, <laughs> so I'm not going to recommend it. But it's about a kid who, uh, whenever he gets angry, he turns into a tornado. Hmm. And he's being hunted by his dad, who tornado also turns hunter. into a tornado wow. when he's angry. And it's just, it's beautifully drawn, and I really wish I could remember the name of the book. Invincible. It's not <laughs> Invincible. <laughs> I but that finished this year, didn't it? Did, it? Yeah. Oh, man, that's my favorite comic book series of all time. Yeah, no, the comic I'm thinking of is Middle West. Middle West. And okay. Middle West is gorgeous. Because <clears throat> so. it was a dad and a something. Yeah. Uh, Mr. B. Me, just random. Well, I guess his was, too. Um, first off, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Antidepressants. <laughs> and edibles. Yeah. Antidepressants and edibles. Oh, I started ADHD medication this year. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, my next thing, crypto. The dog? Live action crypto on uh, oh. 
uh, Titans. Titans on Titans season two. He's a good, good boy. Dang it, I need to watch that. <laughs> oh, he's a good boy. <laughs> I need to watch it too. Uh, oh, good boy. Really good. Um, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, uh, the last season of Silicon Valley. Oh, it was mm. so good. Fucking was, perfect. It wrapped up and it ended perfectly. just as it should. Perfect. As the lovable fucking can't win yep. losers. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So good. Loved it. We, I rewatched the last three episodes with Jen last night just and laughed. So what I love so about good. Silicon Valley is Thomas Middleditch, the lead, he, as a comedian in other things, mm-hmm. is so different yeah. from Richard. Yeah. I, I love him so much. He's hilarious. Yep. Well, yeah, he, he's a swinger. He's what? Oh, that's right. He's a swinger. I he read is? that article, what? yeah. There's an article, I think, in Rolling Stone. He's a swinger? Uh-huh. interviewed him. And he would be. Him and his he's wife. He's an improv. Him he's an improv wife. guy. He would be a swinger. They're swingers. Open mm-hmm. marriage. Yep. <clears throat> oh, weird. Yeah. I was reading it going, does his wife know that it's an open marriage? <laughs> <laughs> so they have a white rock in front of their house. Uh, is that what that means? It's a swinger thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not yeah. just like a 70s thing? No. Big, That's white, why big you, white rock in the front yard. You know what? When I go to Fisher, I park in front of this house. I don't know who this <laughs> is. They got this big fucking white rock. That's my dog, sir. And it's got she's swingers just, spray painted on it. just a slow it. pooper. <laughs> anyway. it's a big uh, white rock. Sorry, did we distract? Did we? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, it, leaves, it leaves a bunch of small brown rocks wherever it sits. <laughs> I don't understand that. Uh, I'm going to say Disney Plus, man. It's yeah. really cool. It's like I told somebody one day, I was like, you know how Netflix... You have to like really look for something to watch yeah. and be like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe I'll watch this. I, I feel like Disney Plus is kind of the opposite. Yeah. Well, they're like, they've, what? Because they've categorized yeah. things. Yeah. But you're just like, you're like, what? I'm feeling Marvel. Yeah, exactly. You know, go um, there. Watchmen, of course. Yep. Blew me away. I, Not a bad episode. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go on later. Right. Um, Star Trek Discovery, dude. Oh, so, yeah. So season two was oh, amazeballs. Yeah. It was um, so good. And even, uh, I don't know if you've been catching up on the short treks. Uh, the one with H. Uh, John Benjamin, uh-huh. where we find out that he's the reason that we have triples. triples yeah. Uh, I last. The, is so genius. Yeah. The last two were animated. Shit. Are we. Go on. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, he's he's the, checking out something. The, the last two are animated and they're fan. Fantastic. Because um, well, they're testing the waters for that uh, Lower deck show. Well, the first one is basically like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Is there an Upper Deck the show? First, uh, <laughs> it's called Upper Decker. No, the the, the, the first platform. animated one is basically like shit. a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> and it's one of those, uh, what are they called? Tar- tar- Tardigrades? It's a tardigrade. Yeah. And a security droid on the original Enterprise with, like, with Kirk and, and yeah. stuff. And they're fighting each other kind of. The and, security uh, droid is trying to get the tardigrade. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but you're like animated versions of Khan and the original uh, ca- uh, crew show up and stuff like that. Oh so wow! The, uh, and then the second one's an animated one with uh, a, a baby Michael, a young Michael, and oh. her dad telling oh. her before she uh, lived with uh, the spot. Well, like while they're still alive. I'm just glad she got that spot so she can keep her husband working. Yeah, <laughs> this guy who plays her but, dad's her husband. Oh. Really? The actress's husband. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, God, I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the doctor's daughter all over again? Right. <laughs> but my absolute most favorite thing this year has been the two seasons mm. of Letterkenny. Yeah, we that got, we got. Double. Um People, I mean, there were parts I didn't like of season seven. 
I wasn't so into cracking egg. But yeah. they were trying to do something different, right? You know? And some of it was funny, some yeah. of it was kind of meh. Yeah, but uh, but you know, overall, very miss, solid uh, season. That piece of shit, McMurray, being so happy that his <laughs> his <laughs> dick so his dick was five and one quarters five inch, one quarter inch, not four and one quarter inch. He was so happy about that because <laughs> he'd been measuring it wrong uh, from the top. And uh, but season eight was great. Um, they're doing more storytelling, which is pissing people off, uh, but. It has two of my favorite episodes of all time, which is saying a lot. Uh, the last, sh- the last, I've watched the last uh, six minutes of season eight mm-hmm. about six times. Mm. I enjoyed I it got, that I much. I got to finish those. I um, started. I haven't finished the season. I, yet, I think but. it's, it's been. To, I saw the best description of the other day. It's the smartest dumb show on television. Oh, I agree. 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. But other than that. You know, kind of fuck everything else on 2019, except for my awesome new spot I'm at. Oh yeah, your new job. My new job. Your new job. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. That was that was a good thing yeah. for you. So, yeah, 2019. And uh, you know, I can look at this dog down. He doesn't bark at me. And there's that. We we did working with his trainer and <laughs> look at that. They had a long conversation. Wow, Hudson, you made 2019. How about that, buddy? Good job, uh, Carrie. And uh, yours, Carrie. What do you got? Uh, well, let me just start off as uh, some of these things are not new, but I discovered them. Accounts in in twenty, for example, uh, fudge covered Ritz crackers. <laughs> do you make what? them yourself, or do you buy them like you buy that? them? You buy them. They're huh. seasonal. They only come out oh, around Christmas time. Okay, but they're just what they are. What rich guy store do you have to go to to get those? Har- the Harmons. <laughs> oh, that's a rich guy store. It is. A rich and guy here's store. the thing: is that it's not next to the Ritz crackers. It's next the to the chocolate. You have to go to the cr- to the center section. It's the seasonal the area. Seasonal area. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And it's right there. But they're just chocolate covered Ritz crackers. So you could you make, make them. Yourself. You could conceivably make them Skip yourself. Get some uh, almond but bark and yeah. absolutely delicious. Hmm. I also rediscovered peanut M and M's this year, but that's another story. Oh, those I are amazing. Peanut have M&Ms. you had the almond M and M's? I have not. Almond yet. ones are good. Oh. Almond ones are good. Peanut M and M's. Those so uh, Kit Kat duos that came out pretty good too. They I haven't had any of those. Yum yum. Uh, Deadly Class, you mentioned. Yep. Fuck yes. Uh, just such a great show, and, and it's a tragedy that we're not getting another um, season. And you can listen to the soundtrack to it. There's a several different Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, and that's the same with Letterkenny. One of the things I love about Letterkenny, great soundtrack, Letterkenny soundtrack hmm. now on if, Spotify, too. If you are a fan of Deadly Class, they're about to wrap up the comic, which goes from 1987 all the way to, I think, 1990. It covers Marcus and Maria's ascent through the... The, Atelier of, yeah, of uh, yeah. King's Dominion, and um, he puts a playlist in every issue. Oh, like cool. there will be a, there will be a fight scene, and he'll say this fight scene to this song. Yeah. And so that's, that's pretty neat. Part of the reason why it had the playlist that it did on the show is because they were already in the comic. All right, so I'm, I got the Deadly Class soundtrack on Spotify going now. Mm, nice. All right, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, let's see, um, uh, Disney Plus for many reasons, mm-hmm. but for me. The Imagineering Story. I gotta watch that. It's a series. I started watching it. And it's just, you know, if you're a fan of the parks, they take you through the processes of how you build a Disney park. Huh. And they're not afraid to admit where they fucked and up. And they're not afraid to that admit was, where they fucked up. I was up. really hesitant to watch it because yeah. I didn't I, want it to be yeah. so biased that... Oh. I thought it would just be a stroke session. Yeah, but, yep. but they were pretty honest about... Like, yep. well, here's where we messed up. And they weren't afraid to talk about how Walt Disney was a union buster and all that other yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. they, they, they painted him as the 
parent of their company, but yeah. they weren't afraid to show that he. There's a scene where I think Walt's on the jungle cruise and he's wearing a pattern shirt and a hat. And I'm like, is that Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> His happiest day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get all kinds of footage of you know, like cars driving through the jungle cruise river before it, they yeah. fill it up. And know? it was so interesting to watch um, like opening, like when the park opens and just how crazy people are My and like on like there. the the car track and people are like pushing each other out of the way oh, and the kids. out of cars yeah, yeah. Wow. we'll see the the, the auto uh, autopia mm-hmm. didn't used to have it was just a road yeah. and a car yeah they didn't have a rail right. that held your car so that you have to go forward you so know? you couldn't drive you off could the track just and drive off the track they were just running free no and they're like oh yeah. we didn't think about that yeah. <laughs> and like they what? poured the blacktop and it wasn't dr- like fully dried so women's heels were digging into the <laughs> sticking in, into the blacktop because it was a really hot day that and they day. had to pick oh, between the man. toilets or the drinking fountains and so walt picked the toilets and so he was accused then of being like a shill for coca-cola oh, saying, oh you're making us buy sodas yeah on a hot day oh uh, but then there's all kinds of fascinating stuff uh, about the building of the foreign parks. Yep. Um, you know, how the Euro Disney, when it was originally open, it was called Euro Disney. Now it's Paris Disneyland. Uh, the French were having nothing to do they, with they it. They were pissed, I remember. They were mm-hmm. fucking pissed. Hmm. And now they embrace it as their own, and they've built a Ratatouille attraction. Oh. Where a real rat cooks your food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where you are shrunk down to the size of a rat and are let loose in the kitchen. Like physically? Well, you're in a little car that looks like a rat. Uh, it looks I'm like inside the rat. And you're, you, <laughs> I'm inside you. And, but now there's no tracks on these cars anymore. But it's all computer. Right. So you're just on a flat floor. And so the car, it seems to be just randomly going. I mean, it's got a yeah. pattern yeah. that it's following. But you're in that kitchen. Hmm. And so everything is huge. Big sized. Big sized. And you're down here in this little size and you go under the stove and there's flames and oh, it's hot. Crazy. And, and there's animation all around it. They said that the animation for that ride actually took longer to make than the Ratatouille movie. Wow. Uh, you know, so there's stuff like that. But then the last episode I watched where they're talking about this, uh, the Marvel stuff that they're building in California Adventure. Because. As you watch the series, they'll follow the animatronics and how they've developed and gotten better. That's actual witchcraft and demonry. Because, you know, you you start with the great moments with Mr. Lincoln and how it was problematic. Oh, alchemy. was always breaking down. (laughs) Yeah, but you get to pirates and they're actually using audio tapes. Yeah. To get the computer code to work. And that's that was, they also had that Uh, on there, which was fascinating. Yeah. But then they go to the Avatar ride about what a great animatronic they had there. And it really is smooth. But they're doing one with Spider-Man, an animatronic Spider-Man that will not be connected to a base. No! Oh, that's how the AI. uprising begins. Uh-huh. They were testing it. No! And they show it on this thing. Uh-oh. And its its arms go up. It wasn't painted up yet. It was Strangle. just kind of white. You know. Strangle. Arms Strangle. go up <laughs> into a point, you know, like he's swinging. Yeah. It launched. Mm-mm. Did a flip in the air. Nope. And landed. Gonna be a shut no. the fuck Gonna be a no for me, dog. That's fascinating. I wonder if they're working by themselves or if they're working with like Boston Dynamics, who is doing I don't know. a well, lot of robot I, like, work. Because I've only watched the first two episodes, but what I love is how it, like when it gets started is nobody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so like when they wanted to build Hyperspace Mountain, this guy had to learn trigonometry. He had to teach himself trigonometry oh, and like teach wow. himself physics to figure yeah. out how to make this fucking thing work like they wanted it to. That's crazy. And there's a great part 
in it. You probably saw it. It's it's an earlier episode where the guy who designed the Matterhorn. Oh yeah. Goes into goes into the yeah. Matterhorn. It's very sweet. And you know, up in top inside the Matterhorn, there is the basketball hoop and everything. People make it sound like it's a whole court. It's not. It's just a little hoop that they have set up. Yeah. And people who have worked there have signed the wall. Cast members specifically. Cast members. You know, people, they, they go up there and on their breaks and they sign the wall. So you got all these signatures. I thought you were going to say he went up and died there. That was <laughs> <laughs> something. And then they threw him out of Tinkerbell. <laughs> he hasn't worked for the park in ages. And they said, hey, didn't you sign the wall? And he goes, no, no. I, I wasn't. Uh, he was, I wasn't a cast member. I wasn't a cast member. Oh. He's the guy that built it? He's the guy who designed it. And so, and so they're like, would you like to sign it? We, and, and he's like, as designer of the ride, yes, I would. And it's kind of a touching moment. And he signs it, and it's very sweet. But it's, it's just fascinating. So I, I, for the price for Disney Plus alone for me for that it's also um, just was worth it. A phenomenally inexpensive program. Yeah, it really is. Tool. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 2. Yeah. Amazing. Was just a, all that time spent with Captain Pike and Spock and... Oh. And, oh. The payoffs, the payoffs in that yeah. season were just so and, good. Uh, and uh, Burnham is is such a great character. Yeah, and they've set that to a they've sent that to a place now at the end and of season have, two. Oh, they man. have turned the mirror universe on its side in a way that no one's done since DS nine. And yeah. I mean, it, it. A lot of people say, "Oh, this is this is Star Trek back," and I'm like, "No, this is the spiritual successor to DS nine in yeah. every way." Mm-hmm. It's that smart linear storytelling. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I got to talk about Joker. As controversial as it is, um, because it's it was trying to do something different. Yeah, it with, did something you know, different. Mm-hmm. It, I still haven't seen it. It's, it's worth seeing. Once, I watched for it sure. again the other day. It's out on Blu-ray. Yeah, and, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but I'm glad I watched it I mean, once. Everybody has a different opinion about this movie. I just give it points for for doing something different, Definitely. trying something. I'm Definitely. gonna watch it. You I know. just didn't feel like watching a sad movie this year. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, want to thank the Interrupters, Fine Ska Band. Oh, I forgot an album that I wanted. What's can, that? Can I say real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fair Inoculum by Tool. <laughs> yep. I'm a big fan of half hour long songs. Um, <laughs> me too. Uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and uh, Ratliff, sorry, and the Night Sweats. Yes. Tearing at the seams. Oh, their second, their second mm. studio album. Fucking fabulous, and I got to see him live this year oh, again, nice. and just a great, great band. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Uh, the Interrupters, uh, their version of that uh, uh, bad guy song by uh, Billie Eilish. Oh, it's actually mm. quite, quite good. I saw. I found this YouTube channel called Scottoon Network. Yes, and he did a cover of Bad Guy. I know it. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, every every issue of Daredevil that I read this this year. Has been extremely Solid satisfying. Run. Solid great run. run. Great catching writing. up on that on it's so good. Unlimited. Yeah. Um in my uh uh guilty pleasure, uh blacklist. Is uh, that still on? Still on? Really? I didn't know what? That. I thought it was still done. On? Rachel watches that religiously <clears throat> and loves it. And just be, I Spader can do no and wrong. She's like the story's stupid as shit, but but they there's they, some good stuff in it. They flipped the show on its head in the past couple of seasons. Well, and they've been bringing a lot of old '80s actors, like people that we were young '80s actors, but now they're fairly old, like mm-hmm. Spader, and they've been bringing them on as like villains. Yeah, so. like who? 
Uh, who's who's he teamed with? Oh God, Lee Majors. But seventies. No, he, he came back oh. and he directed a bunch of stuff too for him. And no clue. I, Rachel recognizes all of these exactly. people. I'm terrible. Um, both of the uh, Made Us shows from Netflix. Oh yeah, Toys That Made Us and the Movies That Made Us. Uh-huh. Movies That Made Us was fascinating because well, the Dirty Dancing episode was better than the movie. I <laughs> I just watched that the other day. I yeah. watched, we watched the Home Alone one the other day, and I was like, that blew my fucking Because I've never seen Home Alone. I haven't either. You've but never seen what? Home Alone? I've never, never seen Home Alone, and I've never seen Dirty Dancing. There's no better reason to see Home Alone for me. Even but, I've yeah. seen Home Alone, and I never see anything. But the thing with Dirty <laughs> Dancing, again, you find out with the Die Hard movie, for example, making of Die Hard, we nearly didn't have this movie. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, this, this movie that has affected so, so, so many of us in you know, pop culture sense. Right. That movie shouldn't have happened, Mm-mm. as you break it down. What I also like about the the movies that made a stocky series is that, like the Imagineering story, they're not afraid to pull. They won't no. pull any punches. No, nope. they'll say this guy fucked up mm-hmm. getting our music rights, yeah. so we had to go to this guy. Yeah, you know they'll name names. Oh wow! <laughs> and I'm just so I, I, I bold for that. Uh, let's see. Um, then the two best things of the year were, of course, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So good because no film franchise has ever, ever done anything like that. No, yeah, and it's, it's weird because you know it's such a huge, sprawling story that had been spanning years and years and years with so many characters, Lee. and somehow these two brothers managed to tie it all up. Go figure. Sensibly. Lee. Sensibly. <laughs> you pulling? Yeah. What? Are you pulling punches? But I'm. I am. <laughs> No, but I'm telling you, it was because if you if you if you want to compare it to Star Wars, well, I didn't just now. You can, <laughs> if you want to compare it to Star Wars, the Star Wars saga was not really planned out. That's true. It was just kind of like uh, uh, Darth Vader's your father. That's, yeah. I mean, that's now, how those decisions. Were now we're going to do this. But yeah. like, now we're going to do. I this. think you guys talked about it in Broken News last time um, <clears throat> about how the comic book movies we as an audience are already set up to understand that there are multiple universes yeah, yeah. and that's how this happens whereas Star Wars is not necessarily set yeah. up that way we had what if no yeah. and there's there's a huge foundation with the comics that a lot of us can can draw on but the architecture and largely this is Faggy and people he's hired mm-hmm the architecture of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been very smart from the very beginning yeah. yep and I mean if you'd have told me as a kid as I'm watching Empire Strikes Back yeah uh, guess what? Your uh, those comic book movies that you like so much—they're actually going to be able to tell a better story and satisfy you more, a more than, coherent story. than this than this yeah. thing that you love so passionately. Right? I, I wouldn't have believed you, but yeah. by God, they did it. They did and it better than anybody. Did it really well. So and Captain America's well, butt. And the craziest thing about it too is is they upped the ante like every two or three years with mm-hmm. crossovers mm-hmm. that were bigger than the one before mm-hmm. it. And then they culminated everything. Yeah, and I mean, five years ago, I wouldn't have thought that Thor would become like the greatest comedic genius yeah. of, of the Marvel universe. Exactly. You know, I mean, we always laughed at him. This is my friend Tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're able to do things like uh, just have uh, you know Doctor Strange show up for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. in a Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. You know, do it that. Works. It works. Yeah. Oh yeah, your 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 dad. I know where he is. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Get know what house. comic it is, but um, it's canon that Carol Danvers likes the magicians. Because nice. she references the magicians to Stephen Strange. Yeah, and she's a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, for me, the best, and this is uh, geek-centric, uh, the best thing that happened this year is that Watchmen TV series. Mm-hmm. I, really good. I just don't think that you can... It, it, it's, it was stunning. 
how good it was. Mm-hmm. And just smart and the, smart, the well wrap up, done. The payoff. I think really, part really of the reason why it was as smart as it was was because it wasn't designed to be a multi-season series either. They were yeah. able to tell the Cause story. Yeah, because he said, so. he's like, I don't know I don't if I have anything. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I don't have any, this I don't have any ideas. And we don't need it. We don't need a second one. Yeah. He says, yeah. if somebody wants to do a season two, I'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I dare you! I dare you to try but, it. But I, exactly. But I, but I got nothing. I got nothing for season two unless a, a great idea hits me. I got nothing. Yep. Right. And uh, but he, it had a start. It had an ending. Everyone who was screaming lost, lost. I'm like, I think he learned. I think yeah. he learned his lesson. <laughs> and I think Lost wasn't entirely on his plate either. That's true. JJ that, wasn't that, around that, for Lost when it when it ended, though. Yeah, but it, but you look at how many incredible writers they brought onto Lost, like Ben Edlund. Yeah, it had a lot to do with them just firing showrunners every seven or eight episodes. Yeah. I mean, Heroes started really strong too, but yeah. then yep. three showrunners later, yeah. it's a mess. Um, that episode where she's tripping out on the nostalgia, yeah, yeah, is one. Of the, if that does not get Emmy nominations, it's, it's, it's the best crime. episode of all time of anything. I, I, I was just blown was awesome. away by it. It was I, super awesome. I think that series should be nominated for every Emmy. Yeah. Every. Mm-hmm. All of it. All of it. Just Especially Lou Harris. A truck backup <laughs> full of Emmys yeah. and uh-huh. dump them. Because, I mean, that episode, it was just technically beautiful, just so well. Mm-hmm. Like It, it dense. Yeah. Like, I got I was 20 minutes in and I paused it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm only 20 minutes in. I feel like this has been two hours. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and here's the, uh, the thing about that episode. Um, and the whole, you know, take the pill with the memory thing. Mm-hmm. Um, nostalgia. Uh, I was listening to Lindelof on the official podcast where he breaks down every episode. And he says, uh, well, that whole concept about nostalgia, you can thank Mayor Goldie Wilson for that. I went, what? From goes, Back to the Future? From Back to the Future. He says, because the entire Back to the Future franchise, okay, we're going to get political here, Rot-ron. but the whole thing was. The whole Back to the Future franchise is white guy nostalgia. Yep. The 50s were great. The 50s were great. The Old West was great. The Old West was great. Yep. Mayor Goldie didn't feel the same way. No. He wouldn't have had the same feeling Mm-mm. about going back to the 50s. Or, well, right. he was yeah. in the 50s. But, and it was, and it was uh, you know, uh, Lindelof reading Tanisi Coates and The Case for Reparations and, and a couple of other books that he said that's and that's the line you you shouldn't take another person's nostalgia mm-hmm. is summed up right there yeah and i just i just went wow he's a geek and he's fucking smart awesome yeah. <laughs> well, and, just, and, the, and the retcon of hangman oh, oh yeah the so uh, hood justice. Justice, justice yeah, justice, yeah. The, uh, you know i know a lot of watchman fans who are having a real problem with that and i'm like no why no. it's perfect it was, it's perfect it it's also uh, that's phenomenal. also a really really potent thing right now because a lot of people are having a lot of nostalgia for the 80s and those of us that grew up in the 80s remember what a shit show it was yeah you have people that weren't alive during that that are kind of yearning for the pre-internet they're yearning for a time without social media they're yearning for a time without cctv and without 24-hour news cycles if they are they can always just turn off their social media you can't though because you're still you're still infected by it at all times like you i have not been on the on social media in three weeks yet my wife is constantly 
telling me about a funny meme that she saw. That's People true. at work are talking. That's, true. That's the new water cooler, water cooler conversation <laughs> yeah. is almost mm-hmm. as much about what's on the internet as it is about. Yeah. It's did you see the video of the dog? Yeah, yeah, and I see kids my kids' age that watch Stranger Things and go, God, I kind of wish we had that. And you can't. It's just not there anymore. Yeah. But if you were to have grown up in the 70s and 80s, it wasn't that great. I mean, mm. go ahead and yearn for something you never had. That's, I think, what we went through in the 80s. And we're like, man, you know, it was cool. Gangsters in the 30s, mm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys. Uh, but anyway, I think Watchmen was just the, just give it all the awards. Beautiful. Acting, writing, all of it. Music. It just, music. music, for sure. Oh, yeah. Everything Wasn't about it. And Trent Reznor did. Yeah. And Atticus Reznor. Ross, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, that Life on Mars cover. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Everything about that. That, that whole goddamn episode. That. that Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It was just amazing. Anyway. Such a so good year for TV. Good year. Mm-hmm. That's the list. Well, yeah. 2019 brought us Rebecca. Oh, stop it, you guys. Awesome. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else before we go? No games. You good? Go play some no games. No. Mr. B, if you would, please. My top three words. <laughs> 2019. In any particular order? I think In I a know. very specific order. I know where this is going, I think. Number three. Mm. Eat. Okay. Wait, it's top four. What? Mm-hmm. Keep Number going. four is eat. <laughs> <laughs> there are three. More. Okay. Okay. No, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. I was ham. I was counting. I was. I was like, eat more ham, dummies. Yeah. <laughs> eat more ham, fuckers. fuckers. <laughs> Where's he going with this? 